Greetings and salutations. Welcome to episode two of the Media Hustle podcast. Podcast that was started by the three of us. And I'm going to introduce myself and the rest of the guys going to say something. I'm Victor by the chance. I mean, by the way, <laughs> where I learned to talk my first day with my new mouth, that is. And ladies don't. I don't hear nothing about that. What else that mouth do, though? But anyway, well, the rest of the fellas introduced themselves. How about Adam? I don't know if I could top that. I'm Adam, uh, you know, streaming uh, as Ragnuck. And, um, yeah, that's it. And also I have my cousin, and he's not my play cousin. He's my real-life blood cousin, Dion. Say hello, Dion. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode two. Yes, I am back. My parole officer still can't find me. <laughs> well, if you listen to podcasts, you'll know exactly where to find you. So <laughs> if you are Dion's parole officer, you can email us at the, <laughs> the, the, the media hustle at gmail.com that's z media hustle uh at gmail.com so please follow i'll drop clues as to where i am okay well <laughs> where in the world he's the new where's the world uh carmen San Diego. San Diego. Yeah. yeah i was trying to get out there like i said it's my first day with the new mouth so and again ladies don't ask what that mouth do though i'm not trying to hear that but anyway i'm um, hard to find i'm the tallest person <laughs> in my province <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's even scarier tall black man i'm pretty sure <laughs> It takes a lot of them to get used to that. Like that's almost like actually seeing uh, Bigfoot. Like, mom, what is that? <laughs> it's just a large black man. Don't worry, honey. Just he's he's all right. He's one of those black. Men. He won't hurt you. Say hi, little black man. Say hi to my son. <laughs> you awkward little. Man. <laughs> you don't know what to say and do. But um, with that said, we're gonna let uh, Dion uh, take it because what we're gonna do is now we changed the format. If you listen to the last show. We're changing up a little bit. We're gonna do. We're gonna take it back to the original concept of being a roundtable in which topics, what well, each host, excuse me, will throw out a topic in which we used to call on the radar. So, if you listen to the first show, you heard about on the radar, and if you like that, then guess what? That's what the show is from now on. So you're in for a treat. So stick with us and sit back and uh, whatever it is you're doing, if you're cleaning the house naked, you know I don't judge. Uh, if you're working out with your bu- with your buddy buffing them weights. Okay, that's cool. And if you're driving your car, then you got a lot to listen to. So, yeah, I want you to take us away with your first on the radar subject. On the radar for me this week, my God, it's America's drunk aunt, Roseanne Barr. According to Roseanne, the Me Too movement is hot garbage. She's sick of Lena Dunham types going around saying, we want this, we want that, now, 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 and that believe women makes no sense. She also said, about women who complained about sexual misconduct years later. You should have run out of the room, but you stayed because you thought maybe he'd give you a writing job. You ain't nothing but a hoe. Roseanne. <laughs> I didn't think I, you and I would ever agree about anything except that fried chicken taco at Taco Bell. But uh, on this one, I'm going to give you a half pass. The Me Too Believe Women thing, it also has always spoke to me in a way that was sort of uncomfortable. Mm. I am a person who is very analytical. I'm pragmatic. I like math and I'm pretty good at it. And I've said aloud once that mathematically, some of these women have to be lying. Mathematically, everybody, before you start lighting up Twitter and getting your pitchforks out, mathematically, some of these people have to be lying. Yeah, and I email again. Hey, email again. Sorry to interrupt you. If you want to send something to Dion, special, you know. Yeah, let's get a, let's get a quick plug <laughs> for the email, dude. The email is d 
T H E E Media Hustle at gmail.com. That's D T H E E, that is, at Media Hustle.com. Continue, Dion. <laughs> Email, excuse me, sorry. Go ahead, Dion, continue. I just want to make sure that, just in case we get that, 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 just that sweet little love note for you, Dion, so they'll know. Are you not? Are you gonna? Are you gonna say this? Not? It's not. Uh, it, people are lying. You can't. You can't see everybody's lying. <laughs> uh, man. And to further go on, which I guess I'll get a second shovel and dig even faster. I also <laughs> agree with Roseanne on the premise that I am uncomfortable with people coming back out of the woodwork twenty nine years later and accusing people of a crime. That happened when ABBA was number one on the charts. Like I, I just, I don't understand how that can be proven. I don't get the logic behind it. I, I guess you get maybe a person would say you get the courage come forward eventually. Yeah, because other people been say something. Three right. years. You, I feel like maybe you kind of got that shit may have sailed. I, I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, I understand. The, the thing is, what it would all like, I felt like the shot her worth around the world was the guy who uh, outed Kevin Spacey, the actor. I can't think of his name. So, after me, after you rap. Okay. I, know, I just know he's on um, New Star Trek. And I think everybody, it's always that thing where they, you know, people felt like I heard that story and it inspired me to come forward with my story. It inspired her to come with her story. It inspired Terry Crews to come out and say, a man grabbed my dick. So, I mean, you know, it's one of those things that everybody felt like I couldn't do it by myself. But whenever somebody comes up and say, look, you're not alone. I'm going to hold your hand. I'm going to talk you through this. and We're going to stand together. So I guess that's what it comes down to. But what's the point of ruining somebody or trying? Because that's what it comes down to. That's what I think Eager Alba was trying to say is that men are scared because how can I say something to you? that might have sound crash and you didn't say anything and then 10 years later you hold me accountable because I said I want to lick your toes. You didn't find that, you didn't find that, you know what I'm saying, you didn't find that enduring that, that I walked up to you and said, excuse me, uh, by the way, uh, who does your toes? You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's one of those things where it's hard to really draw the line at and also how much time do you say or how much you just said a minute ago, how much time has passed to the person come forward? Should a person stay in silent for the rest of their lives? Nobody's asking any woman or any man, for that matter, to be quiet. If you felt like you were wrong and you have the proof to prove that this person has harmed you in that sort of way, you owe it to yourself to come forward. It shouldn't be nobody else around you to help you come forward. Is that if you feel that a crime has been committed or something that made you feel un uncomfortable, especially if it was a woman, if you, if you, like I just said a minute ago, if I approach a woman. I said, excuse me, sweetheart, I would love to lick your toes. You could tell me right then and there, get lost, creep. Not going to lick nothing. I I never had, I never met a woman where I came on to, and she didn't tell me to get lost. She never, I never had nothing come back and that sort of thing. Because the thing is what I think some of the, some of the, some of these guys, or I should say uh, their aggressors or the one who facilitated this act towards these ladies or men, that it's all about money when they come at the end of the day. How much can I break you, or better yet, how much can I sue you for at the end of the day? And that's what that's what I think people are finding a little bit kind of suspect. And let's let's throw it out there, dude. Let's throw it out. 
who try to sexually um harass uh Roseanne? I know I wouldn't be. I'm gonna just throw that out there. I don't like spit out here. Is she mad because nobody did that to her? Or is she trying to say that <laughs> what happened to her falls under one big umbrella? I don't understand where the hive is correlated. I I think Roseanne's position is anti Me Too. She's mm-hmm. saying if you felt like you were pressured into doing something because this person would have harmed your career, mm. then too bad. Well, wasn't uh, wasn't there a scandal about Brian Adams recently? Ryan Adams. Ryan no, Adams. All right, Ryan Adams. All right, Ryan someone Adams. Adams. But, like, mm-hmm. the thing is, like, I heard that the whole reason she was coming forward is he promised her to help with her career, and he didn't. It's just, like... Maybe you have to be better at making deals. Like, I mean, not not to sound harsh, but like, I mean, if you're going to, I feel like that was what Roseanne was saying. Like, some of these women are just hoes. Rag, you, I think, are going to be the person who is going to give the hottest take on all this because you're the only one of us who is actually out there dating and trying to navigate this whole situation. What's yeah. it like out there now? Well, I'm dating, but I got to be super careful nowadays. Like now you need uh consent for a kiss. You need I mean I don't I don't play that. I'm an I'm an old school gentleman, you know. Like if I go in for like a kiss, a... you could just back up if you don't want it. Like I'm not gonna ask you. I'm like like here. Can you sign here so I could kiss you? Can you sign oh, on this oh. legal document? Thanks for the segue, Ray. Because <laughs> I mean we can't talk about it now, but that would have made an excellent <laughs> segue. But keep going. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you'll see what I mean. When it's my term. But you, you get what I mean. Like, I mean, right. the problem is, is that the problem with these Me Too women have is with the guys that push. Not just push, mm-hmm. like physically, you know, take control and have their right. way, which is right. wrong. But like, like Dion was saying, theoretically, there has to be some, you know, like, I don't know what the term is, like liars in the, in the mm-hmm. amount coming forward. Like yeah, you should you should it. you should present your case, but like mm. now you like perfectly... na- nowadays like it's it's believe the victim no matter what exactly well you're you're guilty to proven innocent instead of uh innocent to proven guilty and that's what yeah. that's the aspect that Roseanne and I take take issue with which is you you can't you know. What we've done is we've put so much power in a person's word. A mere accusation destroys lives. An accusation, it doesn't have to be proven. It doesn't have to be substantiated one bit, and it will destroy you. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. On the flip side, it used to be the old way, though, that that women would say something based on the the stigma of saying that she asked for it. She wanted this. She wanted my dick in her face. She asked for me. She said specifically, put put your dick in my face. And it's like, then it's like, if that was even remotely said, then maybe we shouldn't believe her. Maybe there's something wrong with what she said, because according to him, she said to him, put my dick, you know, put your dick in my face. It doesn't, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's what scares some of the people that is so, if you don't listen to that person, some of this thing might not go unchecked. Some of this behavior used to be just dismissed, or she just she just trying to ruin his career. That's all. Or, she, or he's trying to mess her up. He doesn't want her to uh, win. 
that's why he's bringing up that subject that she grabbed she grabbed my penis at the at the, uh at what's in the cafeteria. I mean, it's all sorts of things. You have to. It's one of those things you have to very carefully select and choose what it actually happened and make sure, like you just said a minute ago, what is true and what is fact or what is fabricated and what is, you know what I'm saying, and what is real. It's all about what it comes out. It's all really comes about perception because I think one person said people really just want to go with the lie and necessarily don't want to hear the truth because the lie is so sensational. So if a person comes out and said they grabbed me inappropriately, then it's not so much like Two weeks from now, all that was just missed. All they heard was like that person grabbed that person inappropriately. That's all they want to run with at that point. I mean, Rag talks about being out there and dating in this climate. He recently had a bad date. If that bad date had included uh, a, a sort of ham-handed, awkward come on by you, Rag, that she didn't want, she could theoretically go home, get on Twitter, and destroy your life. Like, how do you? navigate that well i told you i was legally changing my name to ragnarok <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding but yeah no i hear you right yeah like uh, i said what do you how do you get by in life with with sort of these rules hanging over you when you're trying to make these overtures toward women it, it, are you does it make you tentative are you afraid mm. Well, a little, but I mean, I, not much. Like, I know I don't freaking like, overly exert or push. Like, it's just not even in my personality. Like, I'm a very timid person in real life. <laughs> so, so like, the shoe was on the other even, foot. And it's like, even yeah. making, it's even making my life even more timid in social settings. <laughs> I mean, I told Dion about the time that girl threatened to sexually assault me, so... <laughs> And I was scared, <laughs> you know. So it's not like I can say I don't, I don't, I can't unsympathize with these women. And granted, they might say to myself like, "Oh, you a man was threatened with sexual assault." I was like, "Yeah, I was threatened with sexual assault." It's like, okay, what you want me to apologize for being a good-looking man? I don't understand. That's no different from women. Women should have to apologize for being good-looking themselves. If a man aggressively comes up to him, it's like, I didn't ask for it, nor did I ask. This woman who threatened to sexually assault me. I mean, I could I could jump up on the Me Too thing. I mean, granted, I had somebody there with me to prevent that happening. Because, like, you know, she was like, come down in the basement. Like, oh, no, I don't think so. I'm staying up here where with lights at. <laughs> and matter of I fact, you know. That, yeah, go ahead, uh, Dion. That we would just, I, the, the thing for me is, I will never know what it's like to be in a woman's shoes. Mm -hmm. Which is why I can't speak to this thing from experience. Because from the outside looking in. I would think, you know, to myself, if I were walking down the street and I was constantly being catcalled, that would be fucking amazing. I was just walking there, yeah, but see, like, that's, hey, cutie, but that's what smile, I'm beautiful. Ooh, look at those balls. Like, that would be fantastic. But that's what the women, that's unfortunately, that's what women have to go through. It's unfortunate that women, even when they marry, don't make a difference. If you buy, they say blind, crippled, or crazy, somebody will offer you to let you see their penis. That's all it is to it. They is. It is what it is. It is what it is because that's the way society is. Men, we see women, some of us who weren't raised right, unfortunately. You know who you are, fellas. So don't if you listen to this podcast, don't you don't look and say, That's not me, that's not me. And some of you's like, Yeah, that's me, that's me. I'm not saying that you will do anything to be disparaging a woman's reputation. I'm just trying to say that you understand that 
women always are going to be offered sex more commonly. So as a man, it's hard for us to say, even when it's a situation in which it might not be really, you know, good in that sort of situation. If a woman came on to you, and even if, even okay, even if you didn't want to do the full thing, you might get you might get a blowjob out of it. You might go early. I mean, it is guys. Many of guys like women, they would not be seen in broad daylight with got got some head in the back of their car somewhere. They just denied it all when their friends ragged them about it. Now, that, did that make that woman look bad on that? But in some places she was, but some women own a sexual um, identity or their own, you know, say their their sexuality to themselves. So they, they'll come out and say, look, yeah, I gave them oral sex. So what, what is about it? I mean, men give women oral sex. Nobody say nothing to them about it. And you're right. I'm not going to judge you. If you felt like you gave that person oral sex and it was consensually, and who am I to say anything to you about it other than you did what you wanted to do? You live your life according to you, not how I should view or how society view you. But unfortunately, we live in a double standard society in which women cannot do that. You know, and that's all it is. It's just what society did. I'm, I, I look at myself as more progressive male, even though I came from more of that old guard in which we looked at women. They looked at women like, no, nah, I can't do it. Remember, Dion, when the dude told you that a long time ago, like, you want to get with that girl? It's like, don't get with her, man. She does. And the moment, the moment <laughs> he told you that, you backed off quick. The moment he said that, it's like, because you, I remember you talking to me about it. You was like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and holler at her. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, who was it, Rod, one of them said to you, uh, yeah, she does. And you was like, after that, <laughs> it killed any momentum you had against her. She was pursuit of non grata based on the fact that she might had a, like a, you know, checkered sexual past. You know, yeah, I, I, I mean, that's just that's younger thinking, you know. <laughs> but still, but but no, but pressure that's, is right. is is immense when you're in your teenage years, and and of course that that speaks to the double standard that you talk about, where right. a woman who's had numerous sexual partners and enjoys a good orgasm is going to be looked at in a bad light because that's just the Neanderthal in us, right? Well, I'm just saying, but that's how it goes in, in cases where. That's why it, it, we live, what I said a minute ago, a double standard, you know? It's just that. You know, the fascinating part for me is that all the guys I know who are like, oh, man, I, I wouldn't want to be with this girl. I wouldn't want to date her or do any of that stuff because I heard she slept with him, 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 and her. These same dudes, there's 35 different porn stars they want to fuck. Like, I'll never understand it. <laughs> Well, they, they're they're pros instead of amateurs. They look at amateurs not very good at it. I guess. You know, those are pros that they're talking about. You know, well, all it takes is having a camera pointed at you when you're getting it on. There are millions of pros out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, women that you with, you'd be surprised. Got four notes. You just never knew about it because somewhere on somebody's flash drive or hard drive, your wife or girlfriend may be on there based on the way how things are now. I want my wife to be a pro one of these days, man, for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just hope that hopefully you're not cruising on some Andrew Forest site. Bam! <laughs> she is in front. Like, what? What are you telling me? What do you mean it was this one time? How many times that? What do you mean one time? Maybe like five, six, maybe. Okay. I mean, we <laughs> live in an era where having a sex tape get out is one of the best things that can happen to you. It's going to lead to tens of millions of dollars for something. Okay, but another segue. <laughs> Speaking of uh, people who have done sex, I'm going to go with mine's. Uh, I hope Dion don't mind me cutting them off. But Please. Mine's do. is, uh, sorry, what you say, Dion? 
Please do. Okay. Um, sex tape. Speaking of people who've done sex tape, but relative to people who've done sex tape, is we're talking about the uh, Tristan Thompson, Jordan Woods sex scandal. Okay. Hi-yo. There we go. Now, that's where we go. Now, if you, unless you've been living under a rock, which I'm sure you have in BL, unless you lived on Mars, you know that Khloe Kardashian, baby daddy, uh, got caught up with her little sister friend, Jordan Woods. They had a little party, a little get-together, and supposedly, uh, after a night of party, went back to Tristan's house. And according to people who were at the party, okay, and I'm going to get to that minute about people at the party in a second, that Jordan and Tristan were getting quite cozy, you know, uh, leaning in on each other and touching each other. And from my understanding, they said that uh, Jordan didn't leave till 7 o'clock the next day. So it was leaving some speculate that uh, Jordan got a, uh, a, what is that, a little bit of Christian party favors, if you know what I mean. She got the bullish horn. <laughs> bah, bah. You know what I'm saying? That kind of thing. But that's just, that was really, that comes out because Jordan went on Red Table Talk. And if you don't know what Red Table Talk is, that's, uh, what is it, Jada Pickett Smith, a uh, little TV show that she does, I believe, on Facebook. Or is it YouTube? I believe it's Facebook. That she airs and she talks to different celebrities and they broach different subjects, pretty much like this because you have, and, and it's almost like in reserves where Jada's mother, which is me, Jada, which is Dion, and she has Jada's daughter, which is Rag. I mean, it's just three, what I'm trying to say is three different generations that come in and talk about different subjects. And mainly it's really related to mostly the women, for, you know what I'm saying? Because it's three ladies and that's, that's a subject they're well versed in. But it's, they have a case and they have men on there before. Which I'm, um, I've seen August, uh, August Estina. This is an R&B singer. He was on there. But uh, back to the subject. She came on and she told her time story, which she said that yes, she went back to the house. Nothing happened. She said that yes, they, he was sitting on the chair. She Jordan sat on the arm of the chair. She did cross her leg over his. Her show, but she Red said Tape. she looked at him as almost feeling comfortable with, almost like you know, a big brother, so to speak. And yes, she did stay to seven o'clock that morning. But nothing happened, and just based on what they thought people thought they saw, but didn't see, nothing happened. The only thing that she said did happen is that when she got ready to leave the house, he leaned in and kissed her on the lips as she left. She said she was taken aback to it, but she thought since it was nothing in a sexual manner, where it was like no tongue, no lips, or like Rag said, it was it was dry. It, you know, I'm saying to put it her words, she left, but. She said that she takes ownership and responsibility of the fact that she went to that man's house. But see, here's the thing, though, and I'm gonna tell Dion this during the um, during the pre-show that the one thing that you have to look at before you go jumping on this girl, for instance, because there is such things girl code, and we don't get to that subject as well about so-called girl code, guy code, whatever code you want to use, is that. She had no business being there based on who or what, who she was, you know, who she was with. But let's put this in perspective. Your baby daddy, Tristan, that is, has a all night party. Where's your baby mom at? Why wasn't your baby mom in the house? Since she came downstairs and said, hey, these people got to go home. It's 2.30. My kid trying to sleep. You know why? Koi wasn't there. Because they ain't work together. That's why. Why? Because the thing, all you have to look at it from this standpoint. Why is a grown man that just had a baby with a woman less than what? Mm, what was his baby born like three or four months ago now, five months? That he having an all night party and you ain't there. 
I don't I don't know no woman worth her Hi, sir, worth her weight and gold is going to allow her man, her baby daddy, have a all night party and she not be there. That's just how it Today works. I'm gonna be doing, it's just uh, not it's no getting around that. And I'm sure, ladies, y'all know y'all know dog one. If you're even if your man told you he's going to his friend house for a party, either you going or he ain't going. Because either come one thing gonna happen, or it's gonna be a fight. Because <laughs> no man walk in the house and say, excuse me, baby, what's up? I'm gonna go over there to my friend, um, you know, so you know little baby down the corner. We're gonna have an all-night party. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna be drinking, little girls gonna be there, everything gonna be good, right? And guess by the way, your little sister friend gonna be there. Oh, so what you mean? You going to a party without me? Ain't no chick gonna sit up here and do that. It's not just never gonna happen. This never like I said, I brought this Dion. It makes no sense, and everybody knows that the whole thing that Chloe knew all along this was going on. Okay. She knew that her man did not want to be her, which goes into the whole thing. And like I was saying to Dion, is that these Kardashian women think they got pussies of gold. And I know that's probably an unfavorite crash way of putting it. But the thing is that what do you think your pussy is any different than the men who women you stole in the front? But let's remember, Chloe took Tristan from his other baby mama, who happened to be Jordan, by the way, away from her. She also stole. Trish Montana was with Trina. He was living with Trina at the time in which she was uh, up in the house with him. You know what I'm saying? She didn't have no concern. So what my, my thing with you is that what makes you think, like I said again, your pussy is made of gold and you really think that that guy is really going to do that because I even told Dion, I trolled on Twitter, like, hey, you know man going to love you more than me? <laughs> I just, me, I just wanted to see what would happen and just see if anybody would just like any of her so-called loyalists would jump in and just say something out the out the word because my thing I'm I'm like that guy who likes to poke the bear from time to time but I mean what you guys think about far the subject that going on because I know I went a little bit long with it but I definitely had an opinion about this and I just wanted to bring it up and during the podcast to talk to you guys as well. Rag, you're a young man. You take that some place. <laughs> dude, do you think I care what the Kardashians do? <laughs> All I know is I'm in Florida. Along with freaking Kim, and there's been multiple reports of her double parking and freaking and freaking handicap. All right, <laughs> their big ass truck. I'm not talking about like she's parked in non-spacing. No, she's taking up two handicap spots. Oh, <laughs> all right. They're they're both sh they're all shitty women in my book. I don't care. And I, I looked up this uh, this girl Jordan. Good on them, dude. Mm -hmm. She's a good-looking girl. She looks way better. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying, major upgrade. Yeah, she's a good-looking girl. I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, no man would be upset. I mean, excuse me, about based on like you said, and, if you're gonna get caught cheating, get caught cheating, upgrading. No, but and, but like, and you're telling me that Chloe, freaking, hmm. was the other woman to this guy. Yeah. Yeah, she was. So how does girl how, how does yeah, she yeah. like even like like want to expect loyalty then if she was the <laughs> other girl? Cause pussy's made of gold. I'm just saying. They got. They think they pussy is the black man's kryptonite. <laughs> that they got pussies made of gold. You know. That's what I come down to, man. They're just plastic, and it's like, dude. You no, know, it like it's like what they're saying goes. You lose them, how you get them, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. The dude, the dude is only in his late twenties. Chloe is in her what late thirties, early forties, or something like that. So. You're at an age, you're at a point in your life that you probably will to settle down. This dude is at the prime of his career. 
women coming at, we all know, and it goes without saying, these guys have, it's pretty much like you said about women having to block different people trying to give them the dick. Same thing with athletes. They got to block these chick, chicks trying to give them the pussy. Like block, 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 block. You know what I'm saying? Of course, occasionally they give a, you know, one of them little uh, jump offs, a little shot. And what do the jump offs do? The moment you sleep, she pulling out her phone trying to tape like, look at him, he's naked. You know what I'm saying? I got, I'm going to sell this to TMZ or I'm going to post this on the blogs and get famous off of it. You know what they say? Chasing clout, that kind of thing. So it's like she, um, you, you lost them. She, I guess she was, she's going to lose them the way that, uh, that she got them. So it's, it's, it's like, it's one of those things where, you know, uh, how would I say this is that she really didn't think it could happen to her at the end of the day. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. She really didn't think that could happen. She felt that always happened to the other girl. But yet you get in these relationships that tend to go bad quite frequently. So, yeah. So what was yours, uh, right? What was your experience? Oh, what was it like? I mean, it's pretty much, you know, she thinks it can't happen to her because they feel like immortal to some st- right. sense. And hence why I brought up the topic, her, her family member double parking and handicap. They don't give a shit. They just care about themselves. And this is a bad publicity for them. And that's why they're blowing out of proportion. Oh, no, 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 no. This is good for them. This is all about the keeping up with the Kardashians, dude. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. This is yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, this I forgot. Gold. I forgot the day right, yeah. we live in oh, of no, reality dude, yeah. TV. Mm, that's that's money right there, buddy. This that's is money. Millions of dollars money. of free promotion. Money. money. Yeah. But we know we know the Spengali, Chris. She sits. She probably she probably has her little room. I can imagine it. She has a large desk with just like uh like dozens of TVs on different news <laughs> outlets. Like you know, it's almost like the true true Truman Show. And when she just a Spengali, she's like, give me on line two, give me on line eight, take that there, give me a news bite. You know, I can imagine that's what she has, man. I would just I love can totally see that. that. Yeah. Like I, some I love kind going of going off. Love going off. Entertainment yeah. villain. She'd have little pictures of people's faces and <laughs> uh, like a massive risk board on her desk. And she, I'm going to marry these two together. And then like their baby's going to be uh, killed. <laughs> in an, a, a, a terrible bird-watching mishap, and that sympathy I'm going to carry over and spin that off with a show where people on yachts have bum fights, and just like, that's the way her mind works, and I feel mm-hmm. like she's constantly just, her fingers are in a million different pies, and she's moving all the chess pieces around the board. Right. I mean, I, I see it more like, you know, like when you Game of Thrones guys, you know where uh, the Red Keep, uh, where they have like the the, the giant map of Westeros and you have all these little like emblem, you know icons and you know uh you know, whatever little pieces that that set for everything like this is uh people's this is uh entertainment weekly this is e network and she just moved little pieces all over the board like move that over here and put that one over there and give them this town by telling we're going to be at this restaurant and at, and at you were describing why I don't watch TV anymore dude <laughs> Well, I watch Netflix it, uh, all day, but like my mom is culprit of this. Like she just watches Bravo nonstop, and I think it's turning like everyone into shitty people because they're trying to emulate these shitty people. Well, they're trying to emulate these lives of people whose lives are really fake and they're just done for cameras. 
Yeah, and they I think it's real day. when it's not. I think the last true reality show was like Real World. Uh, what was what was the third season? I think that was the last real reality show. The only real reality show is <laughs> Cops. Oh hell yeah, dude! <laughs> Cops, and now Live PD has taken the mantle. Yeah. Reality TV is garbage. Uh, that Kardashian franchise is almost dead. Thank goodness. Uh, Rag, why don't you introduce your subject? And we can talk about something that actually <laughs> impacts lives. Uh, for fine. the worse. Um, everyone's talking about the Momo challenge, dude. Oh, no. I have not seen a video. I will not see a video for research. Wait a minute. Explain what is the Momo challenge. The Momo that. challenge. So supposedly um, kids are finding like how to start the challenge um, through YouTube kids videos. And what it is, you could Google it, Vic, and it's this, basically what Dion put it before the show, a Tim Burton character, caricature, like, mm. um, looking woman. And she goes, message me on either, like, I think it's Insta and WhatsApp. And basically, she keeps making kids do more outlandish things that ultimately end in their suicide. Whoa, what the? Yeah, and I know all these I'm... news outlets are saying, oh, this isn't a problem uh, because there's a lot more dangerous uh, things on the internet. It's like, what? So you don't want to stop this from happening because there's more dangerous stuff. It's like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, obviously it's got to stop, but mm. like, is YouTube actually going to put in the time to view all their kids' videos? Who's going to be like that sorry sack, you know? He's got to actually watch, like, like that's going to be his new job. Like, he's just going to watch, like, 40 hours of kid shows every week. <laughs> now, Vic, I guess you had heard a lot about this story. Uh, it When I first heard about it, it kind of smacked to me as some kind of either weird prank or total urban legend. Uh, yeah, this, that's what, yeah. You know, you're watching an episode of Manon, and all of a sudden this ghoulish-looking creature pops up and goes, go and get some uh, decon and put it in your dad's coffee or whatever. And kids are supposed to do it. I, as far as I know, no one has been able to substantiate this stuff. There are lots of online testimonials about people who say they've seen it during their kid's episode of Peppa Pig or whatnot, but nobody's captured it on video or anything of that like. But yeah, it's, it's really got everybody freaked up. Parents are very scared. Kids are being told supposedly to commit suicides to mm. commit homicides by and the, the thing about it for me rag is like you said about the character and the look of it which is if you were watching an episode of tom and jerry and that face popped up you wouldn't listen to what she said you would just shit your pants and go screaming into the night yeah. kids are sitting there and interacting with that face and letting that face tell them the, how they can you know make a chinese throwing star out of six butter knives or whatever doesn't make a whole lot of sense right i mean i've i've heard my because I, I have a, a five-year-old and i remember that this like one of his friends says don't watch pepper pig because they say hackers are doing something so i'm thinking like i you know i, I kind of dismissed that that what she said that but i guessing that's what she was trying to hint around at yeah. about not watching pepper pig because of that situation because i limit i limit to what he can watch Far as that, and he definitely can't watch YouTube anymore. We we stopped that a long time ago. So 
it's like I guess it's one of those things, man. You need to be engaged with what your kids are doing. I mean, uh, it's the same old drum that people have been beating for years. Is that you cannot just just pop your kid in front of a television screen, expect that uh, to raise your child. You have to be engaged in the story. Yeah, you know, for sure. Right. So yeah. I mean, for sixty-five oh. percent of you out there who just heard that message, get an abortion. TV's not going to raise your kid for you, so you know you don't want to do it. Get it cleaned up right now. Well, Dion, we were raised. Uh, I think we need a. It's themediahustle at gmail.com. Attention, Dion. Uh, here's my take, which is that is you are talking about. Victor has taken act to the foundation of parenthood, which is that the ladies of two two seven will raise my children. Like, yeah, that's the only time. You're going to have mommy time is if you can plop them in front of the TV and then you go in your bedroom and burn incense and cry. Like if they, you don't have that, you had to interact with your children every minute of the day. How's it going? First, we'll talk. Now we'll play sorry. Uh, now, I guess we'll just stare at each other until one of us falls asleep. That is if that's parenthood, me and I'm guessing about 48 percent of the rest of society will take a hard pass. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like the saying goes, if if some people had to take a test to become parents, they wouldn't have made it. <laughs> so, if it know, takes a village it. to raise a child, good, because the village is going to do ninety nine percent of it, and I'm going to be off hiding in the closet eating cheeses. <laughs> well, what flavor, dude? I don't know. It, you can't tell if you put that much ketchup on them. So, <laughs> oh, that's gross, <laughs> oh, dude. That's real gross. <laughs> Oh, man. But yeah, that was my on the radar. So anybody who doesn't know this story and, and needs to go and look it up, go and look it up. They apparently have pictures of this Momo's face, even though they can't substantiate that she has ever actually appeared in any videos. They somehow have well, the a thing is, of her face. They con like, you contact, I guess, this number or this WhatsApp username, and that's where they're mm -hmm. getting it. Like, that's where it they're getting like, the messages. It looks like Beetlejuice when Beetlejuice became the snake. That's kind of what Momo looks like to me. I, I was joking. It looks like Helma Bottom Carter or whatever. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so, yeah. For all the other hate mail, please direct it at rag at media hustle, not gmail. Attention. Yeah, attention, rag. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not that. It's like I said, if any confusion... Our email address is the. We're gonna we're gonna have a cease and assist from Johnny Depp, dude. <laughs> yep, at me to hustle, g at gmail .com, That is, that's where you can reach us at. And we also have a Twitter, which is the media hustle. And we also now we have an Instagram. So, um, the I was talking earlier, so I scrambled together, put an Instagram is the same thing. Is it's uh the underscore media hustle underscore at uh on instagram that is so if you want to find us there you, uh it's good to find it's good to go on excuse me our, our social media so you know when the episode is being posted uh we still haven't really worked out a day in which we want to tell you guys to look for it so we're we apologize about us you know we did a little we did just a new startup podcast so we're still trying to get everything streamlined for us getting everything up to par and what day but like i said it's, it's good just to follow us on social media just to know when each episode is being Air, I mean, excuse me, that you can download it. So there's that. Yeah. So definitely follow us on social media. That's going to be the place where you can find out updates about new episodes, 
things that are on my mind. Uh, I'll put my face on there, and if you hate me, you can throw slices of bologna at it or whatever. Uh. <laughs> yeah, like I said, we just we we're 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 just starting off, and like I said, it's 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 gonna take us a while. So just we asking each time, every time I uh I'm gonna publish, I'm gonna ask you guys to bear with us and try just to be understanding and patient. We're not being we're not we're not a sponsored podcast. We don't have anything. We're doing this on our own free time. And the reason why we're doing it because we enjoy talking about these subjects, and we we're hoping that you guys will like to talk to us about these subjects. Because we have no problem if you want to throw in maybe a topic on the show that you like for us to discuss, in which we're going to definitely always going to push that as part of a part of the show, in which we will respond to viewers' questions. We will talk to people on Instagram. We will talk to people on Twitter. So don't be never be afraid to say, I wonder will they talk about you know. Uh, you know about the new uh, shuttle program that they're bringing back, and why they feel like it's a waste of taxpayers' money. I mean, it may be a little bit out of our depth to feel, but we, you know, we have an opinion. That's all it is at the end of the day. It's just an opinion, and I'm pretty sure you have your opinion about the subject we're talking about. And I'm pretty some of you probably nodded some stuff I said and shook your stuff at what Rag said and nodded what Beyonce said and shook your head at what I said. So it's all about a process of having an open dialogue with everyone involved in this world it's our world man we get to shape and get to decide how how it's going to be and we have to all take ownership of our own responsibility about how society is we don't need always necessarily need to go along with the program if we don't want to it's okay to be disagreeing it's okay to be in agreement with somebody that you might not necessarily feel that if you agree with this person you're going to be lumped in being a bad person along with them if that's how you feel man just go ahead and do you, man. Be you. Be yourself, man. You, you can only be you, and that's the only person you can be at the end of the day. That's it. Just do you, man. That's it. Yeah, that's, so, uh, that was on that so note, Roseanne, I want you to know that just because I agreed with you on some of this Me Too stuff, he I disagree with you on pretty much everything <laughs> else, and uh, I, I, this is not an endorsement of you and your <laughs> views, and... Uh, I think the show is better without you, the Connors. I like that your character was strung out on pills. That storyline I do miss, but go to hell. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I will try to get in touch with the Momo to prove to Dion that she is real. Well, that and means I will miss show, you man. when you die. <laughs> seven days after you see her face. <laughs> right. So uh, we like to dedicate this show to Rag. Yep. The last podcast. The last yeah. podcast I was on. Yeah, and Rag, that's, who uh, did society a great service by proving Momo is real and here to destroy us all. Oh, dude, gave she, his life. She could try, dude. Before I contact her, <laughs> I'm borrowing my friend's Cole 45, dude. What you gonna do? Shoot the? What you gonna do? Shoot your screen? <laughs> <laughs> Just take, burn some sage, and put it directly into the port where you charge your phone. I heard that's the only thing that'll keep her at bay. What kind of nonsense? I'm, I'm is just that? gonna I'm gonna buy a burner, dude. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> GPS always off. I heard there was a guy in Pakistan and she came through his beeper. So like she will still find you. Damn. That's almost like the, what is that, the Bloody Mary when you go in the bathroom and turn on the lights on, look at the mirror and say Bloody Mary like fifty times. It's three times. Don't be surprised she appeared. Oh, I thought it was like fifty or something like uh. that. When I first heard the story and I first saw her face, I immediately thought to myself, it's the chick from the ring. But 
nobody said that she's gonna come out of the phone and you know that's nothing more than a, a filthy nightgown or whatever uh, urban legend for technology nowadays that's all this sounds like you know it sounds like just like the digital age of urban legend that's it yeah that's all it is so, like i just that's said what, about the blade mary thing exactly you know, that's, that's what, what i said to my friend when i first heard it the, the phone calls coming from inside the house but he was too young to get that and everybody else who just heard it is probably too young to get it but I'll explain next week. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, if anybody got anything else they want to add, I, I think we're going to wrap this uh, today's show up, huh? Yeah. Uh, my last word for today is going to be a story that I saw this week that I just wanted to touch base on, which is people traveling on a passenger train through the Oregon mountains were stuck on top of that mountain because of a blizzard for 36 hours. And, uh, my only question is, when did you think about eating each other and what stopped you? Why would that even be a thing at th- for 36 hours? I don't understand how you couldn't survive for that long. You got plenty of water. If, if I go 36 minutes without getting at least a peanut M&M, I start slapping people. So after 36 hours, I'm sure you started thinking about what that lady wearing the burka would taste like and, and whether you should rotisserie her or just pan fry. I don't think, I don't know, man. I don't think that would bother me too much, 36 hours. If you're talking about 36 days, maybe. That's a different story, but 36 hours? I mean, what kind, was this a commuter train, or was this like a... Yeah, it was a a passenger train, and it had about 150 people on it, and they were stuck in the Oregon mountains for 36 Hmm. hours due to a massive blizzard. I would just find, so like, one on the train who's a mama, because I feel like... I know you got some snacks in there or something. You know, it's just like, well, yeah. that's what I look at it as if that's the case. It's not like you're going to go without water because you're in a snowstorm. You can reach your hand out, grab yourself some snow and a drink. I mean, you're just hungry. Chances are, I'm pretty sure she got a fruit cup or something in there. Like, girl, let me get that food. You know what I'm I know you got something in there. The Cheerios in the bag, something. Something that you got something I can nibble on. But if I was on that train, it would have been about six hours before it became Lord of the Rings. Like, I would have fashioned a knife. Oh, you mean like Lord of Flies? Trim. Yeah, Lord of Flies from <laughs> yeah. my seat. And I would have been holding mock trials where I sentenced people to walk out into the snow and die like Snowpiercer. I would have taken over the train, made myself king, uh, be wearing a necklace made of other people's teeth. Got to set up the hierarchy oh, so from car thinking, to car. You're thinking like, uh, what is that, Apocalypse Now? No, it was Snowpiercer. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's a movie. Apocalypse Now is the same thing oh, where yeah, uh, yeah, Marvin yeah. Brando uh, became like he went this rogue leader, and when uh, Martin Sheen came to says he's in this like shadow looking, you know, dressed up with his like painted up that kind of stuff. Like it's that's what I think people kind of like uh, exaggerate or uh, just go to the nth degree of what people might be doing in this situation. But thirty six hours, if anything. I probably get bored of talking to the same person for 36 hours that I, I randomly met on the train. I, I couldn't hear hear a woman's uh, stories about her grandkids so many times where I, I want to push them out on the train. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things. I was thinking there must have been a time during that period where the whole thing played out like it always does in the movies. There's the hero square-eyed, square-jawed guy who starts to take control and he somehow takes it upon himself to ration the food and like, who the hell made you king? And then there's the lady who uh, it lasts about 55 minutes before she becomes hysterical and starts screaming, we're all going to die, and they have to calm her down. 
Oh, there like the airplane when they were slapping her? <laughs> like she went crazy. She went hysterical. The they had like a line slapping her. Who's oddly calm. He's like, none of this is getting to him at all, even though he's eight years old and trapped on top of a mountain in a frozen metal box. Yeah. But so if anybody who was on that train is listening to this, please call in. I got a lot of questions and uh, <laughs> I want to make you relive it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like we need to get a. Uh... What is that? Uh, a call-in number? I guess yeah. a Google call-in number or something. We'll set that up. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's another thing. We're gonna, to we're gonna become a call-in show. Oh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> I mean, if this, yeah, okay. I would love. I just, I would love to see what call us. Boy, that would be great. <laughs> that would be great. That that you would probably sorry bring up when you have to hear grown men masturbating twenty-five times a day. One of my exes called something like, "Remember how you left me? I, I moved on." Like, what you want to say? Like you got time to make these, you got time to make these podcasts, but you didn't have time to break up with me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was okay. logic like that? <laughs> then you wonder why you I left you then, don't you? Know why now? <laughs> All right, on that note though. Yeah, yep. Yeah. If anybody got anybody else they want to throw out there, or any other subject? Nah, no. Everything then I good? guess this is a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you once again for tuning into the media hustle, listening to my nonsense. Please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Media Hustle. Follow Ragnug. Follow The Operative. I'm Freeman Dion B. Hit us up. We'll chat. Shoot the shit whenever you feel like it. I might be nearing my body while we're doing it, but don't let that bother you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good night, guys. All right. Good one.